Hello, I'm Sagan Amory, and you're listening to The Mirror, where we all get to take a moment to relax and do some self-reflection. The main focus is to be an uplifting experience that helps everyone get through the unscripted and often difficult thing we call life. I want to thank you for joining me. To listen to premium episodes of this podcast and score some goodies, you can enroll in a membership option at patreon.com slash Your kindness and support will help to keep this going. Please remember, I am not a doctor or a licensed psychologist, so my advice is for entertainment purposes only. If you are having suicidal or harmful thoughts, please know that I care about you. And then call 800-273-8255 or you can text 741-741 to connect with a qualified professional. Does anyone really hate Mondays? Or is it just another thing to blame for unhappiness? Sure, it's the first day of the typical work week. There you are, having so much fun on the weekend. And before you know it, Sunday night appears and the dread kicks in about the next day and the day that everyone loves to hate. But is it really Monday's fault? Or is it something deeper? I'm a believer that every day is a good day. And Monday is just as innocent as Friday. Why? Because Monday doesn't decide where you go to work or what you do with your time. People keep falling into a trap of saying, well, my job pays the bills, so I have to stay. But I'm here to tell you that is nonsense. You actually don't have to keep that job, but you have convinced yourself that you do. And in order to feel better about it, you blame it on Monday. Because that is much easier than blaming yourself. And hey, I never said this podcast was going to be sugar-coated positivity. I said I would share my secrets to happiness. And one of the ways I have found happiness was to be real with myself, believing that I have a choice and that I can choose happiness. I remember it like it was yesterday. I had just gotten out of five years of majoring in biology at a state university, and no one would give me a job in a laboratory for less than $9 per hour. It's not that I didn't have the grades because I did. I had a 3.9 cumulative GPA and was an honor society student, but I knew that I needed more than a few bucks per hour to survive and pay back my outrageous student loans. And everyone said I would have to go back to school and get a graduate degree if I wanted to make more money. And that was going to cost a lot of money. So instead of getting the job that I really wanted, I took one in a doctor's office working with patients and eventually as a technician on surgical laser technology. And it paid very well. Sounds exciting, right? It was the most boring job on earth. I couldn't think of anything more boring besides maybe watching paint dry. 
The doctor I worked for was a pretty cool guy, but the office manager was one of the crappiest humans I ever had to deal with, and his secretary hated me. Mostly because of my educational background. She often acted jealous and made comments about how it wasn't fair that I just walked into this entry-level job, but I got paid more than she did. That I got to do more exciting things than answer phones. But trust me when I tell you that mapping coordinates for lasers is one of the least exciting things to do on the planet. That secretary probably had a lot more fun than I did. But she also spent time gossiping about me. So I guess she was finding some ways to entertain herself regardless. As you can imagine, I dreaded Mondays. Every Sunday evening, I would get that awful feeling of knowing I had to relive an entire week the exact way every week. The same as the week before and the one before that. And every week would be the same. Or would it? Because one day I decided to not go in on a Monday. Instead of hating it, I forced myself to love it. I had a great day off. I posted some of my furniture for sale, settled up some debt, notified my apartment that I would be moving, and I packed a bag with my clothing and grabbed two of my guitars. I put whatever was left over in storage and headed to Los Angeles, California so I could live out my dream of being a rock star. I had no plan for how I was going to make it happen and very little money to do so. But I needed a change because I knew I couldn't be happy where I was and with what I was doing. I couldn't spend another week dreading Monday. Now that's an extreme situation and I'm not telling you to do what I did. You should definitely not do what I did. At least not in that way. Especially if you have a bunch of responsibilities like small children or sick family members who need you. But my point is that you don't have to accept what is. Because your troubles are only like this for right now. It's not forever. The bad job with the bully for a boss is not forever. And you can change it whenever you want. Stop letting that voice inside of your head tell you that you can't. There are always other jobs, better jobs. My parents always told me to never quit a job before you find another. And it sounds advice, it really is, but I never took that advice, though I see the value in it. So consider that when soul-searching about why you hate Mondays and look for other job opportunities that may make you feel better. Clean up your resume and start applying to new positions or enroll in some classes to learn a new trade. Some people sell everything. They buy an RV and live off the land for a while or go backpacking around Europe while living off the kindness of strangers. I'm not saying that you should do that either. But it helps to know that you have so many options. The choice is yours to figure out which one works for you and then go for it. I made friends in LA fast and had a very nice person who I'm still very close friends with 
to today, and he gave me a place to stay for a few weeks while I figured out my next move. And by a month in, I had an awesome job lined up in West Hollywood that allowed me to be creative and spend time working on music, which was what I really wanted to be doing. And I found a nice place to live in Burbank. Everything fell into place, and I'll never forget the day when I looked out the window of my new job and saw the bright blue skies, palm trees swaying, and fellow creative people walking up and down the sidewalks. And I thought to myself, I did it. I found some happiness. I refused to accept that Mondays were at fault for being miserable. And after that, which was five years ago, I've never dreaded Mondays ever again. And I didn't even keep that job. When it was time to move on, I wasn't afraid to do so. And I set up my life so that I could eventually work for myself. I went from a miserable job to a better job to the ultimate awesome job just by realizing that none of it was Monday's fault or anyone else's fault. It was my fault for feeling trapped. So I released myself and found new ways to do things. So rethink the way you approach Monday, or whatever day that is a Monday to you, and try making changes that will bring you happiness. Sometimes you have to do an entire overhaul like I did, or sometimes you have to just simply find a better job. I randomly asked some people who I know to ask questions so that I would have a way to start the Audible Advice Column segment of this podcast. In the future, I would like to have you write in your questions so I can feature them on the show. It is your choice whether or not to remain anonymous or to use a username in lieu of your first name. I'll call you whatever you want to be called, but please send all questions to my email. Saganamory at gmail.com. Today, Anonymous asked, I really wanted to write a book about my life, but I'm not sure who would buy it. Is there anything you would suggest to me so I can get started? I'm also writing a book, actually, and I'm writing two. One is a nonfiction novel based on some experiences I've had, and the other is a fictional horror book. I think the best way to start is to stop worrying about who will buy it and just write it. For me, writing and being creative is part of who I am, so I have no choice but to do it or I get depressed. I don't think about whether or not people will eventually buy what I make. I just create it. And then if something I decide to sell does sell, I'm excited about that. And if not, it's no big deal. I don't let doubt and worry creep in or determine whether I should do it or not. So you shouldn't either. If you think that writing a book about your life is a good idea, then just do it and see where it takes you. Even if you don't sell one copy, you may end up finding things out about yourself you didn't even realize. And you might solve some problems you needed to figure out Another thing I want to mention 
is just because you find that you're good at something, like a specific hobby or something creative. Doesn't mean you need to have an audience to consume it. I know people look for validation. I've been guilty of that plenty of times. But it can also bring a lot of disappointment and can ruin your hobby or artistic expression, especially if you don't get the praise that you were looking for. Sometimes creating something can be just a thing you do for fun or for personal growth. <laughs> 